You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello, welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. It's Mads and only Mads. You're getting a solo episode from me today because poor old Scout is sick as a dog. We don't know what it is. It's not COVID, but she apparently like can't even speak. Um, so I told her, girl, I have a lot to say. So do not fret. You go rest up. And I will catch up with the sisterhood because we haven't had a Mads only episode in a while. And uh, there is so much to discuss. Obviously, the Taylor and Travis of it all just I, I just there's so much. OK, I have some romance novel updates for you. I have uh, there's there's a lot and things that Scout maybe like wouldn't really care about. You know what I mean? So but it's things that you guys care about, <laughs> I hope. Um, OK, so let's 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 run it back. I'm going to give you a little weekend update uh, because I your girl 
has been bopping around town, okay? I don't know what happened, but I suddenly overnight became like a full-fledged influencer. I, with Camber, we've been invited to all of these incredible influencer events, which I feel so grateful, but also like a little impostery. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, why are we invited to this? But whatever, it's fantastic. So I'll start with Friday night. We went, uh, Poppy was doing a pop-up, Poppy pop-up in LA for the weekend and they called it the Poppy Mart. It was this whole big activation uh, space and they obviously had poppy they had new flavors for everyone to ch- or they're they're promoting a new flavor basically so that's why they did this poppy mart but they had like an influencer event on thursday night that like fibula was at and other influencers but then there was a party on friday night that we went to where paris hilton was djing and you know the poppy team we work with them a lot for they sponsor or they send us product for a lot of our events that we do with Camber. So we know the team very well. And they had invited me like a month ago. And I was like, oh, sure. Like, I would love to come, whatever. And then they followed up with like a confirmed guest list. And it was like Paris Hilton will be DJing. Stassi Baby will be there. Olivia Munn. uh, Harry Jowsey. Like it was, it was just, it was like a full on event. Like a full on party and I felt very grateful we walked in it was um, very small and my friends TK Dom were there which was really fun to see them and you know unfortunately I could not drink the poppy because of uh, Whole30 but it looked fantastic and they had slushies with vodka in them Lauren had a sip and said it was it was yummy and then yeah we were sliving we were sliving because the queen herself Paris Hilton was there and DJing and she she slayed it. She really did. It was very fun. We were boogieing and dancing, and it was pretty intimate, it, it, which was which was awesome. Um, we also got some Poppy merch, which was fantastic. Their merch is top tier. Like now, I understand why the Gen Zs are obsessed with Poppy. It just see everyone is it, Poppy is everywhere. Everyone is obsessed with Poppy, and um, I wish I had met their founders. They were there, but I I I don't I didn't really like, see them, but. They are just so fucking smart and the brand they've built, the following, the loyal like cult following around this brand, it's it's truly inspiring. And Lauren and I were looking around and being like, we're so excited to have like a Camber Mart like this one day and I could totally see it uh, in, our f- in our future. But the merch is great. I got a hot pink set. If you've been following me on Instagram, then you see it. Uh, it is is obviously very off-brand for me. You know, I'm a neutral girly. I don't really wear color. But something about this pink set was drawing me in. And it is like a burst of of, of energy and like delight and joy that has been inserted into my life. Every time I put it on, I <laughs> literally have not taken it off since Friday. So um, there's that. I've like slept in it. I've been working in it. Like I'm obsessed with it. It is just, I feel like a Teletubby, but in the best way. It's just so fucking bright and gorgeous. And thank you, Poppy, for giving me some merch. Um, okay, so that was Friday night. Then Saturday we had a Camber Walk Club 
if you don't know, we do walk clubs every month um, to bring people together and discover a new part of the city. And then we also partner with a brand. And this one was with Hum Nutrition. And we've done events with them in the past. We love them. They're so fantastic. Um, I just got their Flatter Me Extra Strength, which um, is their digestive enzyme. And I was like, uh, they have a normal one and an extra strength. And I was like, can I get the extra strength? Because your girl... <laughs> need some extra strength, right? Like you guys know, you guys know I'm a bloated queen and um, I'm so excited to, t- to test those out because um, I just, I'm in the market for a new digestive enzyme. The ones I've been using, I just don't feel like they're getting the job done. I'm still feeling like a little achy after I eat. So I'm, I'm hoping this one will, you know, kick it up into high gear, which is really, really what we need. Also, I hope, um, I hope you can't hear the fan going on. Of course, it's like five, six minutes into the episode and I haven't mentioned, um, I just like need a fan on me cause I've been cooking all day and the oven was on and it's like hot as ball sacks out here in Los Angeles. And we don't have central AC in this new apartment, which I know, I know that was like a non-negotiable for me. I don't, you know, it, it, we're in Santa Monica, so there is this you know nice breeze that comes through from the ocean. So it doesn't typically get as hot here, but it is like it's it's creeping up there today. Um, so I have the fan on. So sorry about that. We got the we had the Dyson, we got the Dyson. Okay, wow, I'm like talking a mile a minute. Now we're on Saturday morning. We did our walk club. It was great. Um, walked along the beach. It was so beautiful. And then Saturday night, my friend Jordan had his birthday party. And this birthday party was like a bat mitzvah, a bar mitzvah. Sorry, excuse me. It was a mini bar mitzvah. It was at his parents' house. He had a DJ, a dance floor. It was catered. Like it was, and he's vegetarian. So there was sushi, but it was like vegetarian sushi. Unfortunately, again, I could not eat anything. So that was a bummer. But, and also couldn't drink anything. There was like a whole open bar and bartenders. He really went out all out for his 29th birthday, which I was like, what are you going to do for your 30th? Uh, because this is just next level. So that was a that was a fun way to close out uh, Saturday night because then Sunday we had whew, one of the biggest events that we've ever put on for Camber. We have been working with ABC to promote the new season of The Bachelor, which guys, I don't know. If you guys are watching, I know like some people have fallen off The Bachelor the past couple seasons. I know I did. And this season, if you guys aren't watching, like I'm not kidding. It's just watch it solely for Joey. Okay. There's a reason people are like geeking out over the season and geeking out over him. He is so gorgeous. Like I can't even like finish an episode without like wanting to just take him in my hands. He's definitely top three now. Like. He is one of the best looking bachelors that has ever graced ABC. And they are just very lucky that he uh, he agreed to do this show because he's fantastic. So if you don't watch The Bachelor, like just just jump on in. It's it's The Bachelor. Like, you know, the format, you know, it. it's it's fun. And he is just like very easy on the eyes and great to look at. Anyway, so we have been promoting this new season with Camber. Uh, we did like a bunch of video content for them and also newsletter sponsorships. But then the big thing was this event that we put on. So Joey is like a tennis professional and we put on a rooftop tennis party at this really cool hotel called La Park at Melrose. And we worked with our friends at Live Ball. They put on tennis events all across the city, like 
weekly and people were playing tennis. We were, you know, just hanging out on the rooftop. You know, we had free food, free drinks. And it was, we were there since seven in the morning setting up. We had this giant sign of, you know, signage of ABC and the camper. And it was, I don't know, it was a very like pinch me moment until it actually finished. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, how did we just pull that off? Um, I need to give like a very special shout out to my co-founder, Lauren, and our partnerships girl, Ro, who had we have been working on this for months like this was the biggest scale event that we have ever done the most um donated product the most the biggest sponsorship um it was wild and we pulled it off and then shout out to my stepsister Steph who I <laughs> rope in I'm like I'm, I'm picking up at 7 a.m you're helping us set up um she's always so great to help to be an extra pair of hands during these events when they're when they're a bit larger but yeah, I, I always say that I love, you know, the camera has fully become like an events production company, which like definitely was not something I foresee, foresaw in my future. Um, but it's, it's, I, 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 wow, I can't really speak about it. Like, I love it. I really, really love this aspect of the company. But what I love most about it is the feeling right when it's over. And I don't know how, what that says. Like, does that mean I actually love it? But I'm more, but I think it is because it's this sense of relief and pride that I have never felt in my entire life. Like, yes, during the process setting up, it is very anxiety inducing, like, something will always go wrong or something will always shift or like you'll forget something or there's always like the day of shit that happens. Um, like we once did a sound bath and the, and it was outdoors and they like did not have the speaker system. And we're like, okay, great. Love that for us. You know, like there's just things that come up day of that you don't foresee or whatever. But, and a lot of that is so anxiety inducing. If you work in events, you know, right. And so we've had to up level and really, really get like detail, detail oriented, like down to the details that you don't think you need to spell out, but you need to spell out like what everyone is bringing run of show. So detailed, everyone's phone numbers, everyone's this, like it was a full event production. Like it was crazy. So in addition to us being this content engine and what we've built on, on social, we we're like a media company and a events production company. And so I've just been learning so much uh, through this process, we all have on the team of just what it takes to put on these level of events. And um, I don't think we could put on like this big of a scale one like every month or so, but definitely so good to know that we are capable of this. Like after it was done, oh my God, the sense of pride and just like, uh, I we went to Erwan after just to like gobble up food because none of us ate during the event and we were just sitting there like couldn't even speak just in awe of of what happened so thank you everyone who came to the event thank you like it was just it was just amazing anyways if you want to like check it out we've got to put some recaps on um camber app so you can check out how the event looked and um relive it with us but anyways after the event though after Erwan. Me and Lauren were invited to this Stony Clover, which if you don't know Stony Clover, they do those like really cute monogrammed um, bags and they have like hats and stuff. And they took over the Polo Lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel. If you don't know about the Polo Lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel, this place is, this is a swanky place, okay? They took it over and did this pop-up 
for the playoffs for football <laughs> for hashtag football and they called it the touchdown tavern they it was this completely bespoke pop-up uh immersive experience it felt like a uh, di- not a dive bar, but just like a sports bar, but very elevated and chic. And they had all this Super Bowl merch that's a new collection that they're putting out for the Super Bowl. And we got to get monogrammed um, bags. And then I got a T-shirt that I'm going to wear for Super Bowl. And I'm so, I mean, at first when we got invited to this, and again, an amazing influencer event. I saw my friend TK there again. And um, when we first got invited, I it was right after the ABC event. I was like, oh my God, no, we're going to be so tired, but I'm so happy we went because it was such a nice little, it was nice to go from an event that you're putting on to like an event that you're attending. And we just felt so taken care of. It was just so, so beautiful. Again, could not eat or drink anything there, which was a bummer, but they had like such, it looked like amazing bar food and obviously drinks. And, um, we watched the game and, and yeah, that, that was my weekend, which was like the craziest. Oh my God. The craziest couple days of my life. I finally slept in this morning. Um, that I've been waking up at like 5am for the past week. So it felt so good to just like sleep in and thank you guys also for letting us, uh, release this episode a little later. I, obviously my weekend was wild, so we couldn't find a time. And then I was like, and then Scott was sick. So We're here and we're making it work. Okay. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about whimsy and row, right? 
Whimsy and Roe is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring-summer collection, and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. So I wanted to give like a little update on Whole30. So sisters, you know that I have been doing Whole30 in January. It's basically done in like a couple days, which is insane to think that I that I finished it. But I just wanted to give some takeaways. Um, You know, the reason I did Whole30 was because I am a very bloated girly. Like, I just, I bloat very easily. I always have. um, I tried last year to go to a nutritionist. They took a lot of blood work and all these, you know, tests that I did to see if there was anything wrong with me. I had, like, some mild cases of SIBO, and there weren't any intolerances, and there's no allergies to any food, which is... You know, it's good, but it's also just like, I just want like one answer, you know what I mean? Where I'm just like, okay, take this one thing out and I'll feel better. But that's kind of not the case. I just have a body that reacts, you know, very strongly (laughs) to like all foods. So I did Whole30 and Low FODMAP. Low FODMAP is basically, there's just certain vegetables and fruits that you can and cannot eat that um, will make you bloated or not. So like something, like the only, basically the only veggies I could eat was like eggplant, sweet potato, butternut squash, zucchini, uh, like green beans. Like that's really it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so that, those were like the vegetables I was eating. And then I had protein, salmon, chicken, and then, um, I did eat like a lot of fruit, which like probably I should not have, but I just like dates I ate. Oh my God. I'm like obsessed with the date now. Like I, Honestly, I love dates more than ice cream. Don't quote me on that because probably next week I'll be back to eating ice cream. Anyways, these were my major takeaways. And I mentioned this on last week's episode. The mental clarity that I have been feeling is unlike anything I've felt in in years, okay? So go figure, like when you eat right, you're, you're the, the, what is it? The mind body connection, like the gut and not, sorry, not the gut, the brain, when you feed it like healthy foods, it actually works. Like it, it's annoying that that is the case, but that is the case. Um, 
I have just been in such good spirits. I've been so happy and joyful. Tasks that I would have otherwise dreaded in the past, I just feel so much more present as I'm completing them. I don't get this like undercurrent of anxiety anymore. That has been the biggest gift of Whole30. Something just completely shifted this past month where I just have this peace and joy that has overrun the anxiety that I used to feel. And it's not for the fact that work isn't crazy right now because it is, right? But it's the it's like I'm up-leveling in my work and I used to think that would make, give me more anxiety, but I think with the whole 30 and eating right and really, really being intentional, I've been able to show up so much more authentically, joyfully, like positively. There's so much positivity. And then as a result, all this abundance and opportunities continue to flow. Like I, I just, I'm amazed. That part of it you know, I don't think everyone in the world needs to do Whole30. Maybe it's a it's a nice experiment if you are thinking about it. But for that alone, wow, 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 wow. That was the biggest change for sure. And my skin. Oh, my God, guys. I cannot go one place without getting a compliment on my skin. And I'm, I'm not trying to be, like, egotistical, okay? Um, the skin is glowing. Like, and it makes sense. When you eat whole foods and good foods and nothing processed and no sugar and no dairy like you don't break out and not even break out your I I feel like my skin is like translucent anyways uh if that so if you struggle with skin issues like I would start looking at your diet like that and I think that's the biggest takeaway from here is like if you have certain things in your life like mental health issues or skin issues or other you know weight or whatever we look to external things, right? We look to certain skincare products or we look at a skincare routine or we look to maybe medications or like different supplements or something for anxiety and um, whatever. Whereas, wait, 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 let's like go back to basics, right? And it's probably not the answer you want to hear because you want not like an easy fix, but you want some sort of something that's targeted. But really what I've learned through this whole 30 is that it all comes back to that like baseline lifestyle change of eating right and being intentional with the, with what you're putting in your body. So that was also like a huge learning lesson because I was I was definitely that person that, you know, bought all the supplements and got did all the skincare to like try to make my skin glowy, but really all you had to do is eat vegetables and not drink alcohol. Go figure. Um so you know, as I go into February and I go off of whole 30, and out of dry January, I have put together just like little rules for myself um, because, again, I for my job, I have to go out and eat and review restaurants, right? That is what Canberra is. So uh, it's obviously not sustainable for me to not eat, eat well, but um, I'm making little rules for myself because I do want to continue this mental clarity. I didn't really even talk about the bloating. And the bloating... Yes, it has gone down. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not trying to be. Uh, uh, yes, of course, like it it has helped to eat this way. I don't think it has been such a drastic difference to a degree that I like would never eat gluten, dairy, alcohol again, or sugar again. You know what I mean? So 
definitely I think I need to go like back to a nutritionist or something because there's some there's something else here that's bloating me because I still get bloated after everything I eat no matter what it is but um I did I did uh find something in this in this whole 30 journey as well where I tend to overeat and we've talked about this many times on the podcast like you know food is a source like of pleasure for me it's like a reward and although that that's fine um I don't want it to be overindulgent there's definitely a tipping point and I definitely pass it all the time and I noted and I was really really honest with myself which was hard because I never wanted to admit that I overeat also like I see how much Ben eats and I eat the same and I'm like well he doesn't feel it but obviously he's a man and men like literally eat so much and never gain weight so um or like never feel bad (laughs) but so that's just something I need to like recognize about my body where I actually don't need as much food that I eat and I'm not trying to I don't starve myself I didn't starve myself at all in whole 30 I ate as much as I needed to to feel full and to feel satisfied there's this um, this rule Sawhill Bloom was saying that you should eat to like 80% full because 100% then you're kind of like groggy, you feel weighed down. And then, you know, for me, I have to like lay on my stomach to de-bloat. So I've been trying that rule of like eat just 80% of what like you think you should be eating um, because I guarantee you, you're going to feel satisfied and great and you're, you'll feel energized, right? Then you don't feel groggy and and pulled down for the rest of the day. So I've been trying that approach. Um, that's going to be one of my rules going into February. Also, like I'm not going to eat out during the week. So I'm going to continue this cooking and meal prepping for the whole week. And I'm going to no, do no alcohol during the week. The only exceptions is if there is like a partner dinner or I'm going it's a networking event or something I'm going to be mindful and try to like eat before or just like not drink alcohol at those events but um that's the only like things I will be saying yes to if I have a friend that wants to catch up or I want to catch up with a friend I'm gonna do morning walks morning coffee or a workout and then a beach walk like I'm done doing night night activities or night plans um and then on the weekend I'm gonna eat out like for Saturday night but the rest of the meals I'm gonna try to still do like cooking at home so again it's just preparing it's this mindfulness I'm also gonna be very mindful when I'm at restaurants so if I'm eating with Ben maybe if we're splitting something he only he can eat three-fourths of it I can eat one-fourth of it whatever you know I just I don't need to over overdo it every single time I go out so just be really honest with yourself. And if this is something you struggle with too, I promise you, you can re-examine and you can set these little rules for yourself. It doesn't feel restrictive. We, It's like we think it's going to be restrictive, but it, it doesn't feel that way. And also when you show up for yourself and you're committed to this, like that was the biggest thing with Whole30. Like, yes, it didn't completely solve my bloated issues, but I'm so grateful I did it because I fucking committed to something. And now my trust muscle strengthened right and that's that's like my theme for 2024 I'm doing things over and over and over again that build my trust muscle I want to do like challenges I want to do things like the whole 30 or like whatever these types of challenges they hold us accountable and they build your trust muscle and that is the most fucking important thing that I've learned like in the past couple years of building Camber. And so I'm like now high on like completing these challenges, like a little competition with yourself. So 
and you start to really examine things about yourself that you were lying to yourself about, like overeating, right? So that is my conclusion on Whole30. If you have any questions, obviously DM me at Maddie Mayo, um, you know, for tips of like how to get through it. I think it, I just, I just really overprepared. Like I made sure I always, always had food ready to eat in my fridge. Um, sweet potato, roasted sweet potato, uh, uh, protein, anything I could just like bring out of the fridge so that I didn't feel any temptation to eat elsewhere. So I just like made sure I was always, always stocked. That was like the biggest thing. And then also when I went out, if I was out and about all day, I always packed a lunch. I always packed something. And, um, I also like, didn't really go to a lot of events. I said no to a lot of things, which felt good. I think, uh, I was definitely overextending myself last year, but now I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into the socializing guys. I did, I was very introspective in, in January. I was very inward and I, I, I find to like, uh, peep my head out. Okay. A little more. So, um, and if you did dry January mazel tov, we're almost done. And, uh, I hope you feel like, I hope you feel proud of yourself that you did that. Okay. Um, a little update on romance novels. Um, I, almost finished the chestnut spring series. I've read all four books. I have not read the last one. You guys said it was amazing. So I will go back to it, but I'm like a little, I'm a little smutted out. Okay. But, um, these books were, (laughs) if you are looking for like dirty, spicy, I'm talking like pornographic, but but romance, like, but very, very sweet. Um, and cowboys, like hot, sexy cowboys in small town, in a small town. Like this is the series for you. They're very easy reads. They're not too cheesy. Um, it's going viral on TikTok for a reason. Okay. So if you're, if you're looking for a new series to dive into, I, I highly recommend it. I'm just like, I need a little break. It was like a lot of smut all at once. Um, so I started reading Dead Romantics, which I know has been on like everyone's list. I absolutely loved The Seven Year Slip by Ashley Poston. Is that her name? Um, and so Dead Romantics is the book that actually everyone likes more. So I am so excited to read it and I've been really enjoying it. So there's that's what I'm reading right now. Um, I have I have a couple things that I want to talk about that are. Uh, oh, wait, actually, let me let's let's do Taylor and Travis. OK. Guys, I I am obsessed with this couple, and I'm sure you are too. The whole internet is. The whole world is. I need – talk about smut. I need a smut novel to be written about this relationship. And I asked you guys for football romance novel recommendations. Let me know if you want them. I can, I can post some more. But I am – I just know the feeling – Taylor has in her body like I just I feel it because I've read so much so much romance novels like I know that she is living out a true romance novel like this is this man is obsessed with her he is giving her the respect that she deserves and she deserves the motherfucking world like 
I was listening to the toast and Claudia was talking about how the song peace, you know, has always been about like, you know, how she's grappled with her fame and how that affects a relationships with her uh, around her like romantic relationships, because we know with Joe Alwyn, he really wanted things to be very private and very separate. And it's really on their terms. Like it's really whatever the partner wants the life to be right. Um, you know, some other, some some of her other past relationships wanted it to be more public, whatever. But it was really on their terms. And peace is basically about that. Whereas with with Travis, he is like, I want to fucking show you off. I want people to know that I am so proud to be with you. And it's un- unlike anything we've ever seen in her relationships in the before. Like it is so beautiful I really really hope it doesn't burn out you know they're really going hot and heavy really fast but maybe that's just what you know what the universe like needed her needed to give to her at this time but um people are saying that like at the, the during the Super Bowl he might propose on the field I mean come on like that I, maybe he would do that but like I honestly think she would say no not say no but just be like bitch like you can't do this here. Oh, I'm going to bite my words. What if next week or, or two weeks, whatever, we'll see what happens. But I don't, th- I think he's like, has he's, he might be a little, a little dumb, dumb, but I think he's smarter, smarter than that. But people are saying that they're going to get married. I, I would love if they got married. Like I am, I'm all in, like I am buying stock in this relationship. I am so invested. I'm so in, I have watched every angle of this motherfucking embrace of theirs on the field. They are just, I, I, it, oh my God, it gives me full body chills. Like I am like a little giddy schoolgirl watching them. And that's how I know they feel. I, I, I'm so pro it's beyond. And I'm going to be rooting for the chiefs because duh. And I just, it was funny. I was at that, that, <laughs> that bar mitzvah birthday party and uh, my best friend Brett, her husband, was talking about, you know, we're talking about how Taylor has basically transformed football for women. Like, women are obsessed with football now, and it's all because of Taylor. And he was like, okay, but what if what if they break up? Or, like, what if um, what if Taylor wasn't there? Like, or some, I don't know. He was just asking questions, and we were like, no, like, people are actually watching football. It's not just, like, watching it for her to pop up on the screen. Like, people are invested and learning about football and learning about the teams, and it's the talk of the town. Everyone is discussing football now, women in particular. And he was saying, like, I wonder if men are, like, upset that, like, this is their, you know, men, you know, this is their thing. And women now are, like, coming in just because of Taylor. And I think there is, like, a consensus. or There is, like, there are those people that are, like, Taylor's ruining football, whatever. But I disagree. I think it's fantastic that women want to be involved in football and are interested in it. Um, my mom is a huge football fan. I grew up in a very, very big football family, but I didn't personally like, uh, like carry it on. Like, I don't really, I don't care about football or watch it. And, um, I just think it's one, I think it's too long. Like it's, it's too long. It's too much start and stop. I need, I need to watch something like basketball where it's just like points, points, point, like things are happening. Things are moving. So that's why I don't really love football. I definitely don't love baseball because that's slow as fuck, but Football, though, after and yes, the Taylor Swift of it all has, you know, helped this. But my mom, every Sunday, she sits on she sits her little tuchus down on her couch and watches football for like 
five hours straight. And I've always just loved that like ritual. I don't know. That seems like so in theory, it's like a really beautiful practice, right? It's like Sunday. It's like, okay, we're going to like get cozy. We're going to watch uh, football. We're going to be with the family, with the friends. And um, I do love it. Like I love the idea of it, right? So I think it was like two weekends ago, I went over to my mom's on Sunday. We made a chili and a Whole30 approved chili and we watched football together. And it was just so delightful and amazing. I mean, guys, I the thing is, one thing about me is although I don't watch football, I know what's going on, okay? I know the rules. I know what's going on. I just more so don't like to watch it. But this, I want to be part of the zeitgeist. You guys know this. I need to be part of what everyone's talking about. And everyone is talking about football and Taylor. So I need to be involved. So yes, I did watch um, some with my mom, which was so lovely. And uh, when I was at the Stony Clover event, we were watching the game. It was the Detroit's game. Um, and so sad that they lost because um, I really wanted Kristen Harper to be at the Super Bowl because that would have been iconic. And anyways, so that is what I have to say about Taylor and Travis. Um, my whole brain is like consumed with these imageries, image, imageries, images and videos and content. They gave us so much and I'm utterly grateful. I'm not taking it for granted And I just am so excited to see what happens with these two. Like this, like we are in it guys. Like this is, I, that guy from a bar stool, I think his name is Jack. He does really funny TikToks. And he was like, this is history. Like this is, we are watching history and people are equating them to David Beckham and posh. Like totally like this is history. So I'm all, I'm all in. Okay. Now I want to give you some things to look forward to. This is something that I love to do just personally. And I implore you to do this for yourself is make a little list of just really fun, amazing things that are happening, whether it's in culture, whether it's entertainment, whether it's in your own personal life, it's travel, things that you're looking forward to because we need fucking things to look forward to. Okay. Like it just makes life so much better and sweeter and delicious. And I love looking forward to things. So I'm going to give you my list and then I want you to make your own list and you can take some of some of mine as well. Number one, this is huge, guys. Um, So we're working with Amazon Prime to put on some events for Camber and their new, you know, shows and movies that they're putting out. And one of the movies, one of the movies and the OG sisters will know this is the idea of you. Okay, so first of all, You guys know that when I read The Idea of You by Robin Lee. Now, if you have not read it, like literally what the fuck are you doing? Pause this podcast or just like abandon all responsibility and read that book. You will devour it in one sitting. It is the best book, romance novel on planet Earth. One like, oh my God, I recommend it to everyone. If you if you're in a reading rut, that is what you will read. Like it is so good. And they adapted it into a movie. And it's been like so highly anticipated. We're freaking out. Like I'm so, so excited. And we did um, we did an event with Amazon Prime last year with Camber. And, um, you know, we were talking with them. And, sh- and she was like, oh, I, I've seen the idea of you. Like I've already seen the screening. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like is it amazing? Like I need to know everything. And so we were talking about doing an event for the premiere of it. And so she was like, oh, we're we can have you go in for a screening at Amazon because like for like more press and for their employees. And I was like, 
what are you talking about? So guys, I am going to see the idea of you on Wednesday. (laughs) And I cannot tell you, like, I'm going to be bawling my eyes out. Like I am going to be crying, screaming, throwing up, freaking the fuck out. And the fact that I'm going to be like in a theater with with like Amazon employees or like other media, I guess is going to be funny because I'm just obviously a fangirl of it. So we're going to see it so that we can properly, you know, put together an event to promote it. But oh my God, that is something I am looking forward to. Oh my God. Okay. Some other, some other things to look forward to. We have Vanderpump Rules. We have Vanderpump Rules on Tuesday evening. I am literally, there's nothing on TV lately. Like I have nothing to look forward to, or sorry, not, I do have things to look forward to, but I feel like I'm not watching something right now. I had finished um, The Bear and I started rewatching Shit's Creek because it, it truly best show on planet earth, but I just, I don't have something that I'm consistently watching. So I'm excited for Vanderpump. I tried to get into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, but Vanderpump is is more my speed. And I'm also just really curious to see, oh my God, guys, wait, something else that happened to me. Um, On last Thursday, I was at this other party thing that we were invited to and Tom Sandoval was there. And when I tell you, he has never looked worse. (laughs) Like I was, oh my God, I did a double take because I was like, wait. Tom like oh yeah yeah anyway so I saw him in the flesh uh which was you know unpleasant and now um Vanderpump is back so I'm really really excited to see like how it plays out um this season so I will share my thoughts later and then guys curb your enthusiasm final season comes out I think it's this this Friday or something I am so giddy and excited curb is like my Curb is is me in a show, right? Like the, like Larry David is just I am well, people always say that I'm like Susie, which is kind of rude, but I get it. Like I'm very loud and obnoxious and say shut the fuck up like a lot. So, and I do a really good impression of her, but I'm not going to do it right now because I don't want to embarrass myself because it really does sound exactly like me. But I'm so excited for the new Curb season. That's just oh quality tv like thank the we need this the world's like we need this you know what i mean um also something to look forward to this is way in the future i'm going to stagecoach so little update we're going to stagecoach for camber um i probably should not announce that just in case like something goes wrong i don't know something won't go wrong but we are working with um we're going to like be capturing content of the food that's at Coachella and stagecoach. And I've never been to stagecoach. You guys know I'm in my country era, um, that I'm obsessed with Nashville and all things country music. And lately I have just been in a country music like whirlwind. Like I can't stop listening to country music. I'm shaking my little tuchus. I'm blasting it on the Google home. Also apologies from the other episode. Apparently there was a, a shock skit. What was it called? Like a jump scare when I did, uh, Hey Google, I don't want her to hear me, um, and don't want her don't want her to hear any of your guys's Google homes or whatever. So uh, I apologize if I ha- if I uh, triggered her uh, on the other end of of listening to this. But I have just been blasting country music. I'm so ready to go to Stagecoach. I have my whole Pinterest like lined up of what I want to wear, and we're 
like yeehaw like we're fucking going and the biggest the best part about this is Miranda Lambert will be there I think also L King will be there and that song um Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home that is me and Lauren's anthem okay I cry every time I listen to it of joy of pure glee and delight like I just start tearing up because my heart starts pounding it is one of those songs you know the type the song that just like makes you so happy to be alive and so happy that you are alive to hear this song and that is one of those those songs for me and I'm very precious with like when I listen to it where I listen to it it's like it's very sacred to me so we will be seeing it live at Stagecoach and when I tell you that I will be screaming crying throwing up shitting my pants like I don't I I I think you think I'm being hyperbolic, but it's not, okay? If you remember the video I posted of me at the Eras tour when I fully peed myself and I wasn't being funny. I wasn't being like, oh, I like tinkled a little. No, full stream, jet stream of urine going down my pants. That's the vibe, okay? That's the vibe for when I hear drunk and I don't want to go home at Stagecoach. So that's really exciting. Um, And then uh, last thing is the Grammys. Grammys are this weekend on Sunday. I love an award show. I'm an award show whore. I watch every single one of them. I love the red carpet. Again, it's kind of like the Sunday football ritual. Something to do. Something to sit at the TV and watch for fucking five hours. It's so much fun. And Grammys are la creme de la creme. Like it's going to be fantastic. So I will be watching the Grammys and then also we have Super Bowl we just guys there's so much to look forward to I really implore you to do that take some time and write out what you're really excited about coming up because it just makes just makes your heart full um okay that was the solo episode wow I can't believe I talked for 43 minutes straight I love you all so much thank you for being patient with this episode also thank you for letting me come in and just uh chit chat update you guys and also get to talk about like all the pop culture culturally culturally things that wasn't right but whatever and I love you so much dm me um if you want to chat also send me a voice note you guys know I love a voice note and love you have the best motherfucking week and goodbye Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.